0: Emmett Hill, Eric Gardner, John Crawford III, Michael Brown, Azell Ford, Dante Parker, Michelle Cusack, Laquan McDonald, Tanisha Anderson, Akai Gurley, Tamir Rice, Romain Bisburn, J. Rim Reed, George Mann, Matthew Ajabede, Frank Smart, Natasha McKenna, Tony Robinson, Anthony Hill, Maya Hall, Philip White, Eric Harris, Walter Scott, William Chapman II, Alexia Christian, Brendan Glenn, Victor Manuel La Rosa, Jonathan Sanders, Freddie Blue, Joseph Mann, Salvador Ellswood, Sandra Bland, Albert Joseph Davis, Darius Stewart, Billy Ray Davis, Samuel DeBose, Michael Savvy. Brian Keith Day Christian Taylor Troy Robinson Shams Farrell Manley Felix Cooney Keith Harris McLeod Junior Prosper Toya's Jones Patterson Brown Dominic Hutchinson Anthony Atkins, Alonzo Smith Tyree Crawford India Ganger Levante Biggs. Michael Lee Marshall. Jamar Clark. Richard Perkins. Nathaniel Harris Pickett. Benny Lee Tigner. Miguel Espanol. Michael Noel. Kevin Matthews. Betty Jones. Antonio Legrier, Keith Childress, Childress Jr. Janet Wilson. Randy Nelson. Amy Scott, Wendell Celestine, David Joseph, Kayleen Rockmore, Deshaun Perkins, Christopher Davis, Marco Loud, Peter Gaines, Tori Robinson, Darius Robinson, Kevin Hicks, Mario Trixellio, Demarcus Seamer,
1: Willie Tillman, Terrell Thomas, Seville Smith, Alton Sterling, Philandro Castile, Terrence Crutcher, Paul O'Neill,
0: Alteria Woods, Jordan Edwards, Aaron Bailey, Ronell Foster, Stefan Clark, Antoine Rose II, Batum Dean, Pamela Turner, Dominique Cleek, Etinia Jefferson, Christopher Whitfield, Christopher McCorby, Eric Reason, Keontae Spencer, Michael Lorenzo Dean, Trayvon Martin,
1: Brianna Taylor, Ahmed Arbery, Tony McDade, George Floyd. Say their names. Welcome to
2: Football After Dark, everybody. Ooh, I need a minute. Holy fuck.
3: Say their names.
4: Whew! Uh, That that made me really emotional. (laughs) Oh, fuck. That's... Ah, damn it.
3: In the description for this episode, I'm going to list a few charities that you can donate to. Uh, Most of them to provide legal defense and bail for the people who have been wrongfully arrested were peacefully protesting in their neighborhoods where the cops have decided to fucking militarize and tear gas these people and throw them in fucking cells. I would ask you to contribute to those funds to get those people out of a place they don't deserve to be. Thank you. Welcome to Football After Dark. We'll talk football now.
0: Apologize for any names I butchered.
3: Hey man, you did your best. I really appreciate it.
0: Yeah, good job,
4: Corey. That was good. That was really good. That was really, really good.
2: That was last, that was like last second, too. We were like about to start. And because you know how Corey normally does his crazy intros, and we were like, well, Corey hasn't done an intro in a while. And you mentioned that, you know, you were going to thought about reading off all of the names. And then we were like, do it, go for it. So,
3: yes, thanks. So, that was awesome. We are still in big. Preseason quarantine. Not only is there well, normally not much to talk about during preseason as a whole, but when there's a global well, pandemic happening, it gets much harder.
2: Well, I was gonna say like the a lot of places around us are no longer quarantining, but we are still quarantining from each other. Right. So
3: we're still social distancing, doing what we can because yeah, just because states have reopened doesn't mean the pandemic has fucking gone away.
1: Matt
0: has to go back to work in nine days. Yeah, who has to go uh, back to work in nine days? Matt. I haven't been called back yet. I
4: hope I go back to work in nine days.
2: Is that uh, when your uh, casino is reopening?
4: Yeah, that's when the casino is reopening. But like, I I don't think they're going to be open twenty four seven right away. And I am right below the halfway mark. On like, I'm like five of nine. Seniority, So like, I don't know if I'm going to get called back right away
2: or not. I think it's a lot of places are bringing back more people because some of the higher ups are deciding to not come back. I know that uh, that happened with my girlfriend's roommate. because She's a hairdresser. And a lot of the like senior people that work, that work at the salon said that they aren't ready to come back yet. So it kind of like bumped her up the totem pole of like people they brought back because they needed people.
4: I I'd be okay with that. I I mean like I want my health benefits. You know, I'd like to I'd like to be able to afford health care again.
2: That would be nice. Right. Wait a minute, Justin, you didn't introduce us. Introduce us quick.
3: We're joined by Pressure Sports Broadcaster Nate Kuiper. Ah, it's me. Number one Cheese fan Matt Dustman. Yo and me. And just lost to a Kirby in Wi Fi Smash Brothers, Corey Clements. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I love mix it oh, up with yeah. Corey. I do it different every week. <laughs> this is good shit. Well,
2: you, I, I, I assigned a homework assignment. How many of you have your homework aside from Corey?
3: I do have. Okay.
4: Like I said, I kind of have a top ten. Okay.
3: I have almost uh, the whole thing. There's, there's some quarterbacks like, I don't know. Yeah. We weren't like doing anything with like the, the newer players. Right. Cause I just kind of chucked them all yeah. at the bottom. So I didn't know what to do. No, no, them. no.
2: I, my original thing was I wanted to leave off. If you guys don't know what we're talking about. Um, basically a lot of the NFL talk recently has been, and this has been going on for months now with Dak Prescott's contract, um, which he still does not have one. And a lot of people talking about, like, oh, should he make this much? Should he make that much? How much? How is this going to affect, you know, Pat Mahomes' deal and the deal that Ryan Tannehill just got, the deal that Kirk Cousins signed a couple years ago. So I asked Corey, Justin, and Matt, and then I made one as well, um, to not make a list of the best quarterbacks because we know that can be debated and that can be, you know, and this can be debated too. But um, I wanted them to make a list of what you would pay the, all of the quarterbacks in the league. So just list the guy at number one who you would pay the highest and then work your way down. Because of, you know, rookies and second year players and stuff like that, we're not necessarily sure what we're getting out of them. Um, I told them to just leave off rookies and leave off the rookies from last year, which would mean Daniel Jones... Uh, Dwayne Haskins and Drew Locke uh, are not – oh, and Kyler Murray um, are wow, not on the uh, list. And also the quarterbacks from last year no, uh, are not on not the list. The part. rookies – uh, well, Kyler is a rookie from last year. Um, but, yeah, so the rookies and then the second-year guys that were still kind of up in the air about. So if you're in your third-year, your rookie contract and beyond – you were eligible, or you were eligible to be on the list. I don't know how Matt uh, just kind of did their whole thing, but um. Heard.
1: Oh no, Matt! Well,
4: hold on, I was trying. I was like, "No, I'm back." I'm trying. I was trying to talk. I guess I wasn't throw my mic. I, I may or may not have. I not read all your rules. I knew I didn't include rookies, but like, I was ready to shock the world
0: and put Kyler Murray at three. I knew you we all know that you love second year quarterbacks. That's why I love second year quarterback. That's why you put Carson Wentz at five all those years ago. <laughs> I, I just
4: I I'm I'm a big Kyler believer. I, I believe in Kyle and I think I'm really fucking good, but I, I guess I can rearrange my shit.
2: I I wanna hear since Justin just did a top ten, uh I wanna hear Justin's. Just go yeah. through the whole thing and then and then we'll 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 voice our points of contention.
3: Okay, cool. Yeah, I, I did I did basically everybody. Um Number one, I think undisputed is Patrick Mahomes.
1: Yeah.
3: I mean like Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that. There's nobody better. You're gonna give him the most money because he does the most.
0: Yeah, Matt's definitely okay with that. at the shocker.
3: Oh
4: Yeah yeah, I think that's an okay ranking, number one, that's fine.
3: <laughs> the uh the cap space won't be happy but the, but the patty will.
4: That's okay. I worked it out in Mad I was able to sign everybody, so I'm sure Brett can do even better than me.
3: <laughs> number two I have Russell Wilson.
4: Hell yeah, that's what I I had Mahomes Wilson one too.
3: Yeah. And it it's I don't know, it's kinda it, it's pretty obvious to me. Um, he's still got plenty of time left in the NFL. You give him a, a chunky-ass long-term deal because no matter how fucking bad the Seahawks are, he just fucking does the work. He deserves the money. Number three, I have Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Um, I think he... Uh, it's really similar where he is constantly making these ridiculous plays to pull pull these, tech, these horribly mismanaged Texans ahead. He deserves that paycheck. Number four, I got Lamar. Okay,
4: here's where i I don't want to like disagree, disagree, but I sort of disagree about keeping Lamar in the top like seven or eight. Okay, and this is why. Uh, it's probably like it's probably like pretty cookie cutter is not the phrase I'm looking for, but it's probably pretty like uh, assumed. It's probably pretty assumed that like I don't think Lamar's gonna have as long of a career as other quarterback i i think i think he's absolutely amazing and and he's good at what he does but he reminds he reminds me of a cam newton where like he's got all this like quote unquote god-given ability and i'm it's weird to say i i'm not trying to say he doesn't practice or try to improve or get better because he does but he he's able to just like rely on his Physical body and how like of an Adonis that man is. That, like, I think in five or six years, where some quarterbacks start hitting their prime, I think Lamar hits his prime in three years and then starts to trail off in years five and six as he has to, as he can't run as much as he. Well, he'll still be able to run. I don't know if that's what I'm going for. I just think, like,
1: the longer the he's hits.
4: in, yeah, it, taking the hits, and then when he does start hitting, like where other quarterbacks hit their prime because of what they work on or what they do or whatnot, I I, I, I think that like some of his natural like God given abilities will, I don't want to say like wear out, but wear out a little bit, and I feel like he's got more of like a running back shelf life career where he'll be in the league for seven eight years like a flash, whereas you know your Mahomes, your Wilson, your Watson. They're, they could be in the league for fifteen plus years and, and be elite.
0: That's also what we were saying about like Russell Wilson when he came out, and we've seen him, you know, adjust his game as the years went on into more of a pure passer.
3: Yeah, I think Lamar's gonna gonna set himself up to do the same thing. Now, whether it works or not's the question.
4: I, I, if he, if I get proven wrong, I would love to see it. I, I think he's an amazing talent and great for the NFL. I love watching him play. I just, I, I get nervous. I see like, I don't know. Cause even Michael Vick had a Renaissance, like in his thirties, he was, he was near MVP level. So like, it's not like unheard of that Lamar could play at the level he played at last year for 10, 15 years. I just think it'd be a bit of an anomaly where I feel like, again, hindsight's like I said, in six years. If he's still lighting the league up, obviously I'm wrong. But at the same time, what if he's like Cam Newton, one injury, and then he sits out for half a season, and then he loses half a step, and then, you know, he goes just goes the Cam Newton way and gets dropped.
3: Right. So I I also put this in a tier list, by the way. So. That's my that's my number 1 tier also for like a pay bracket basically. These are the guys you could probably pay for a while and make it stuffy. Yeah. This next tier is full of old mostly older quarterbacks who are still incredible and deserve the money but probably not the longer money. The top of that list I've got Matt Ryan.
2: Okay. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Uh it's Despite how, like, iffy the Falcons have been, he has the stats to prove it. He's still been great. I I
4: know, but he he reminds me of, like, Matt Stafford, where he's got all these stats, but then his team wins four games a year. I I don't know. I don't know how much I can... I don't know how much, like... Because if Matt Ryan was really deserving of top five quarterback money, I think he would be able to elevate his... Even if he's, like, a tier lower, because he's not, like, a tier that we're talking about should at least elevate his team his team to playoff. I, he had the MVP season and he was in a Super Bowl. I will give him that. But you know, other than that, he, he he has like some stats because of Julio Jones, but I, I don't know if I could put him in the top five person.
0: I don't know. I had him I had him at seven on mine. I had him you know, below Drew and Brady, which is yeah. Like I, I had him and Brady like pretty much neck and neck like I think I'd rather have Brady if I'm looking at a short, like, one-year deal. If I'm trying to win a Super Bowl, like, right now, that's how I
3: looked at it. Right. Oh, okay. You see, I kind of looked at this a bit differently where I was thinking about, like, the type of contract, too. Um,
2: Oh, see, funny thing that you say that, Justin, just to, like, interrupt for a second. Yeah. So, Corey and I were talking before the two of you got here, before we started recording, and I think that's what's going to happen with all of us, where we all kind of looked at this, in, like, a different way. Like, Corey, I think Corey said that he was looking at it from a standpoint of, like, if I had as much cap space as I possibly had and I needed a quarterback to win a Super Bowl, like, I was only a quarterback away, who would I pick and how much would I pay them? Like, mm. and then you're kind of looking at it that way, and when it gets to me, I'll explain kind of my thought process. But I, th- I think it's interesting that we all kind of tackle yeah. this in, like, a different way.
3: Yeah, my, my, my outlook on it was... Was all right.
2: Like,
3: I like I. I looked at the player. and I was like, all right, your contract's up. What do I pay you?
2: Yeah. Okay. And, uh, yeah, that's fair.
3: That's fair. Right. So right after Corey, we're really we really close in that aspect because right after Matt Ryan, I have Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Um, where like he, he won't have as long of a contract, but he's allowed have to have a big contract because he is the goat. Um really really close and kinda of narrow in with that is Drew Brees, even though he's probably only gonna play for one more year, so you sent him to a thick ass one year deal. Um thick
2: ass one year deal.
3: Now I got Aaron Rodgers.
2: Okay, yeah.
3: And it's it's kinda you know, given. I,
0: you, he's, did you mean to put Jordan Love before
3: Aaron Rodgers? No. Why? I didn't. <laughs> Jordan Love's probably not even gonna fucking be good. <laughs> I'm calling oh, it now. I'm calling it now. Watch him kick Aaron Rodgers out of here in like three, fucking three four fucking years. Jordan Love just sucks. Man, you got no faith in Jordan Love. I man. don't. I don't really care for him.
2: This is like the exact opposite of when the Chiefs drafted Pat Mahomes. It is. Matt was I all was... about it. Let, let yeah. the record show that Matt was upset. The like the day of, let the record show. He amended for it with the record. Let the record show. I amended
4: within twenty four hours. I (laughs) mended within twenty four
2: hours. After I
4: watched a highlight video, I was like, (laughs) "I'm," (laughs) shit. I'm I'm so wishy washy. Okay, (laughs) at the time, let me let me let me put it through. At the time, Kansas City, we were, we were close. Finally won a playoff game. You know, we were close. Uh, I understand moving forward. I realize that even more now, putting in an action, actually taking steps forward instead of, like, rusting on your laurels like when you blew up the defense. But, like, I was safe. I was scared. And, and I was like, we're so close. Why are we trading Why are we tra- multiple draft picks to move up into the top 10? This is the first quarterback that Kansas City's taken in the first round in, like, 25 years what the fuck? And then I watched a highlight video and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, oh,
3: man. Next I have Carson Wentz. Uh, very At this point an incredibly proven talent. Um, longevity is an issue, not because of how long he would be able to play the game, but because of how long he will play the game uninjured. Hmm.
0: Carson Wentz didn't even make it in my top 40.
3: That is dumb. He's still really good.
2: <laughs> why is he gonna pay? Why? why is Corey gonna you're pay acting, a guy when he has to?
0: You're, you're yeah. acting. All right. You just gave a, a month ago. I'm pretty sure you just gave me a big long lecture about quarterbacks with back issues and back issues. And then you don't include Carson Wentz into the quarterback with back issues.
3: Literally, got back
0: issues I, since his second year and keeps leaving the season because literally, he can't
3: stay Literally, I have Matt Stafford the same exact pay as Carson Wentz. He's next. It doesn't... Like, when it comes to paying a guy, it's a little more difficult. If that's the guy you're going to stick with, and based on his fucking talent, you're going to have to pay him. It doesn't matter. The back issues don't matter. But it's. They're Matt at this point Matt Stafford and Carson Wentz are pretty much gonna end up as the same exact fucking quarterback. So they're getting the same money. Still mad. <laughs> That's that tier. So then the other the last two in there aren't old, but I mean their injuries might as well make them old. I
0: mean like probably the last three
1: on
3: those lists is probably the same tier. Yeah. Then right, Aaron Aaron didn't get her last year. Yeah, but he was injured prior two years. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Hey, man, he, I'm, I'm like, he went, he went a full season without getting hurt. It happened. Let's see how it goes for him. But, yeah, I am worried about a, a re-injury of Aaron Rodgers, and that's why he's below everybody else in that list, besides those two, because he's better than those two. Okay, well, let's put a,
4: let's put a pin in this. What, what, how far down the list are you on your, on your list right now, Justin? What number are we on?
3: That was the top ten.
4: What name didn't you have in the top ten that sparked the reason why we did this homework?
2: Dak Prescott.
3: Yeah, he's number Whoa! 11. Oh! Oh, he's number 11! Yep. Okay. That's uh, interesting. If you're the Dallas Cowboys going in to this, you have to give them... You still have to give them borderline elite money. Okay. So, I mean, like... But he's not he doesn't I deserve elite five. money.
2: I wouldn't say top ten is elite money. I'd say top like three is elite money. Right. And then you would work your way down to like decent money, to okay, you're a starter. Good money, you know. I would say.
3: He's yeah. at the top of the good money. But let's call this list, let's call this tier good money. He's the quarterback that sure, okay. pays the good money too. Not tier. the great money, not the not the top money. So top money, good money, great money. Or so, great money, good fair. money. Right? Uh next I have Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh! Okay. I like that. I like, you, that. I like that. I like that a lot. You don't need your boys in the Super Bowl without making some fucking cash, you know what I mean? That's fair. It worked for Goff. Exactly, it worked for Goff. Christ. <laughs> fucking Goff. Next here's here's the one, boys, here's the one. Next is Josh Allen.
1: <laughs> Fuck off. Fuck off,
3: man! <laughs> the boy, Josh Allen. <laughs> I haven't made like, more man. money than Kirk Cousins, dude. Let's go.
1: He's,
0: I, he's, he's the I, only I, other I, quarterback that didn't make it in my top forty. Forty? Yep. Forty? Yep.
3: Okay, Corey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'd rather have uh, the, the backup from San Fran. <laughs> that I can't even remember the name. That's
3: how much I hate Josh Allen. He wasn't even that good. He was... He's worse than Josh Allen. Are you kidding me? I
0: don't know. Game manager-wise, I'd rather have a game
3: manager. Hey, you can't... You can't deny the... the level of, like... I don't know, poise he brings to, like, just the entire team just by his presence alone. It's such an interesting case.
4: He's like but, the quintessential Buffalo quarterback. Let's be real. He went to the perfect team for him. Oh, yeah. He, he's got, like, Buffalo. He's got Buffalo, New York, in his veins. And he's not even from Buffalo. He's just got, like... He's got fall-through-a-table energy. <laughs> he tries. And he, like, he's put them to the playoffs. Two years. Hey, I had Josh Allen in my top ten. It's all good. Like, like, he's...
0: You, you, can't in the top ten. you can't right. convince me there's a difference between Josh Allen and Mitch
3: Trubisky. You there can't. is a huge difference between Josh Allen and <laughs> yeah, Mitch Trubisky.
0: Mitch Trubisky led his team in the playoffs the same way Josh Allen led his team to the
3: playoffs. The The defensive stats for the Bears are highly skewed differently compared to the Bills. Bears had a much better defense. Also, I don't no, think the team was it's as, The team a wasn't as behind. Kind
0: of They don't produce the turnovers they still produce turnovers but they don't produce like the eye-popping numbers they don't get like the big plays they just a very stout defense that they're only lands like, up like, more like 14 points a
2: game yeah they're way more like the bills defense is way more like discipline than like splashy huge sacks interceptions pick sixes like here's my let me let me here's the thing about Josh Allen here's why Josh Allen's great because Josh Allen just the sheer mention of the name Josh Allen sparks this conversation. I love like, it. Like Josh Allen is like I don't he's like the most difficult player to like evaluate and Matt car noises. Matt car noises. Oh oh no, oh no, oh no. Uh, um uh, that's better. <laughs> um but like because the thing about – the thing that separates Josh from Mitch is, like, Mitch only had one year of college, and then he went into the NFL, and everyone was kind of like, okay, that's a little weird. Josh was drafted, and people were like, okay, like, he kind of needs, like, some time. Like, oh, there were people that were thinking, like, oh, yeah, Mitch Trubisky is going to be fine. He's great. He's, you know, he's checks all the boxes and stuff like that. But then, like, no one – I don't know. Like, no one thinks Josh – here's the thing. No one, I think, actually thinks Josh Allen is good. It's just that Josh is just very exciting. He is. Like He's fascinating. Josh is just just like, you never know. He's the Jay Cutler of our time. Well, kind of. But, like, you never know what you're – every single time Josh Allen drops back to throw, you never know what you're going to get. Like you're either gonna get like a beautiful like sixty five yard pass to John Brown for a touchdown or you're gonna get some like crazy that shit he did in that playoff game with against Houston where he fucking lateraled it to nobody and but then you also get plays where he fucking hurdles Eric Kendricks in the middle of the field like it's. Like that type of stuff is just I don't know man. He is fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. I do not have him in my top 10. <laughs> like I I can't we'll get to my list, but I he is fascinating, but he's way too Inconsistent in my mind as far as a thrower to to pay him top ten money. I get yeah. why you pay him money. I understand Justin
3: why you have him where you have him. Yeah, you you pay him. If you especially right. if you make it to the playoffs again, you pay him.
1: Right, you have like, to pay the him. Go-
3: the Bills are going to win the AFC
2: East again this year, and they're going to have to pay Josh Allen. Like period, end of story. Right, but he's not going to be like he's not going to make top ten
3: money. Second
2: he's going to be second in the league in quarterback rushing behind Lamar Jackson. He's going to run for a ton of touchdowns. Like, you're going to have to pay Josh Allen after this year. So, I get it. I understand it. I just don't, you know, we'll see.
3: All right, so so from this point on, the, the water's got a little muddy for me, and I struggled quite a bit. Matt, car noises?
4: I, I, I can't do anything about it. Fuck. Oh, no. Yeah. Turn um, Matt's audio channel down. I'm, I'm driving through the mountainside, and it's a car noise.
3: You're a mountain. Got him.
1: Thanks.
3: <laughs> this is where this is where it got a little tough for me. Okay. Um, cons- oh, not only because like some of these guys, I'm not absolutely certain. Um, the rest of them, I don't have as much faith in them. But like they have they have decent enough stats. Next, I side and then put Jared Goff. <laughs> oh
2: God! Because like I hate Jared. I hate Jared Goff.
3: Me too. But he's he's got. Wait, what number do you have, Goff? Fourteen.
2: Oh, okay. Okay.
3: So we're like we're, like, you know, close to the middle point here. Okay. okay. Like average money. Right. Basically. Yeah. 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 I kind of think of him like I thought about Dak Prescott last year.
2: Okay. Yeah. That's fair. I see where you're
3: coming from. He's got he's got a lot of issues, but like he can also he has the ta- he has like the arm talent to like still make good things happen for the Rams. Right. But then he but then he has that huge problem of crumbling under pressure. I don't know. You could just take with him, I guess. You, you, you he's good enough to be a franchise QB is you just pay him just enough, I guess. That's
2: fair. Okay.
3: Now next, I have. Kirk Cousins. Okay,
2: you have Kirk Cousins under Jared Goff.
3: Right, right underneath him. It's like pr- okay. like really close. About the same money, you know, a little bit of variance. I would probably still give Jared Goff just a little bit more. Okay. Um, I don't know how much to say about Kirk Cousins. I don't like him either. <laughs> that's
4: fair. No, no, that's fair. I understand. This is the this tier is called quarterbacks.
3: John doesn't like. Okay, quarter, quarter.
4: Yeah, the, yeah. This part of the. I mean, this
3: is all of the same tier, but this is this is the part of the tier I'm like, I don't, I don't like you too much. But, but like, you still don't make know. it happen. Maybe I don't know. You, you still get stuff done, but I don't like you. So here, here yeah. you are, and, and like, and perfectly fits into all of that suit is Ben Roethlisberger, who's next.
2: Oh, this man. tier is looking a lot like mine. So. Okay. Ben Roethlisberger. I'm trying to think, like, who you haven't mentioned.
3: There's, there's quite a few. Okay. Um, I think you we have,
2: let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven guys you haven't mentioned? Yeah. Okay.
3: So, next, I, I have Teddy
0: Bridgewater in the- around, the- around number 10 in mine. Who do you have as number 10? I Teddy Bridgewater around number 10 in mine.
3: Yeah, Teddy's Teddy's who I have next actually. Okay. Um, I think uh, I think he's especially with the team he's on. You pay him good enough money to keep him there because he can, he'll be able to get enough done for a super talented offense. But you can't pay him that much money because he can't have that super talented offense. So like the situation he, he's gonna be in will hopefully work out for him. They spend some money. Um, next, I have Baker Mayfield.
2: This is all the same tier.
3: Yeah. So these I'm, are, this, okay. I'm,
4: I I'm. I'm. I'm okay. like kind of appalled. I am actually appalled that you that you would put Roethlisberger and Baker Mayfield okay. in the same tier. I see tier. who you have. Okay.
2: I see. Yep. I see where you're going. Wait. Can okay. you not hear me? Oh man. Oh, I you can hear you. Spicy
4: one at the bottom.
2: You have a fucking spicy one at the bottom, and I can't wait. I do. Go I just Go uh, Keep going. Fucking get help. Uh, going. Whatever. So who's after Baker?
3: Ryan Tannehill.
2: Okay, that's the, that's the one. I, w- I was wondering when you were going to put Tannehill. So you're not a Tannehill believer.
3: I th- th- no. Are you kidding me? You know how many passes he fucking threw in the postseason? That's... I don't... I'm not a big Tannehill believer. I think he's talented enough. But once again, like, th- this, this is this last little subsect here. Are guys that, that, like, need a lot of help. Okay, yeah. And I guess after this, and then after this is the guys I just kinda don't believe that much in. And that would be like and Then now you have like at at the top of this I have Sam Darnold. Okay.
2: I know the last four. The last four I'm looking at him right now. The right. last four guys. Yeah. It's Sam Darnold, Derek Carr, Philip Rivers, and Trubisky.
3: Well, it'd be Nick. I have Nick Foles instead of Trubisky.
2: I don't know who's <laughs> playing.
3: I don't even. I'm not even starting Trubisky. Not even paying him. Oh my God. <laughs> That's hilarious. I love that. And it goes. Uh, the order for me goes: car Foles, and then picking up the rear. Who's at the bottom? Philip Rivers.
2: Okay, Philip Rivers is at the bottom. Okay.
3: He was. Uh, I don't, I don't. I don't. I'm not entirely comfortable with the idea of paying an interception machine. I don't know. He's old. He's like, he's really old. He's clearly at the end of his career. Do I really want, I don't want to pay him. Like, I I just don't want to pay him. I I wouldn't bring him in.
2: That's, no, I understand. I understand. That's fair. Uh, Matt, do you want to wait until you're closer to home to do yours and I go and do mine?
4: Or do you want to go? No, go ahead and do yours. I'm kind of almost home, but I have to, like, poke it grocery store, so like I'm gonna hang up for a bit anyway,
1: okay, all right, so
2: Justin kind of explained his thought process behind this. Corey explained his my thought process going into this, and I do have tears, I have guys broken up, um, and I even have like rough ideas of how much I think they should make. okay, I didn't go that um, far. I didn't go specific. I didn't, like, give each guy a contract. I just said, like, guys within this tier should make this, like, around this
3: area. Yeah, when it comes to contract areas, I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. Dude, I looked at that I shit in know. Madden, and I was like, what am I looking at?
1: I don't know, that's fine. Um, so, here was my thought process. I based this on a lot of different factors. But
2: who, the quarterback who I have as number one is a special case because I honestly feel like you need to pay this quarterback the most out of anybody, because if this quarterback is not on this team, nothing works.
3: Russell Wilson.
2: No. What? Deshaun Watson. I have Lamar Jackson. You have Lamar at one. Wow. Let me explain why. Okay. Because with everything that the Ravens have done to their team, over the last two off seasons, right? If Lamar Jackson goes down, that team can't do anything. Like that, a whole offense completely goes in the garbage.
4: Like, are you telling me? Are you telling me you don't have faith in RG three? No,
2: no, I don't have faith in RG three. <laughs> Absolutely not. So, like, that's the thought process in it. Is like, if I had, if each one of these teams had to pay their guy right now. I feel like the Ravens have to pay Lamar a ton because if Lamar, if something happens to Lamar, like the Ravens, like the whole Ravens offense completely changed because of Lamar Jackson. So if something happens to Lamar, if he goes somewhere else, if some other team tries to outbid you, everything that you've worked to build these last two years is for nothing. So I have Lamar at number one. And it's a special, like I said, it's a special case. It's like. It, this is different than the way other teams go about it because you can make the case that a lot of these guys like, yeah, they're really good. But like, if you swapped Matt Ryan and Aaron Rodgers, the Falcons offense and the Packers offense doesn't completely fall apart. They're two really good quarterbacks. Right. But like, you can't take Lamar Jackson and put him on the Vikings. Just like you can't take Kirk cousins and put him on the Ravens. You know
3: what I mean? Does that make sense? Yep. Yeah, I, 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 I get okay. what you mean. I just like, as far as like a, a value thing goes, I don't know if like that's enough. They, they, retooled, they retooled
4: their team for Lamar. So if they didn't have Lamar, they wouldn't have retooled their team. So I just, I, I, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have okay. put that into my equation.
1: I you would assume you could put Lamar, Lamar on and it would work. Who, what did you say, Corey? You know what team you could put Lamar on that would work? What's that? Seattle,
2: it would work flawlessly. Well, <sighs> close. Yeah, I would say not too far out. That's probably the next closest team that it would work. Um, so that's the one. Lamar's off in a section by himself. Um, then my next session has two guys in it. Uh, and the, the title, the, the thing is literally called
1: Best Guys in the League. But Russ is ahead of Pat. And the reason the reason I have Russell Wilson ahead of Patrick Mahomes is because the Chiefs are still a really
2: good team without Patrick Mahomes. Like, the Chiefs are unbeatable with Patrick Mahomes. But, like, if Matt Moore would have quarterbacked that team from the moment Pat got hurt to the rest of the season, they still win double-digit games and win the AFC West. They probably could have even won a playoff game with Matt Moore.
3: They were really good while Mahomes gone,
2: Right! Like, the the two years before, like, Mahomes got there with Alex Smith, they were really good! Like, Mahomes just makes them, like, Thanos. Right? Like, Mahomes just makes them, like, a juggernaut that is ridiculous to watch. Which means he should still make, like, 30-plus million dollars a year. Like, closer to 35, 38 million dollars a year. Right. But... Like, that's and he's still, like, the best quarterback in the league. I'm not disputing
1: that. But Russ, like, if Russell Wilson's not on the Seahawks, I don't know how they win. <laughs> like, I don't know how With they Lamar win. With Lamar Jackson, right. But, like,
2: their offensive line stinks. Their running backs suck and can't stop fumbling. Their defense isn't even good anymore. Like, they all of their tight ends are... To retreads, like I don't know how that team wins without Russell Wilson. It doesn't. It's straight up right, Wilson. right. So that's why I have Russell over Pat. You and, know, I and, think and, like, I think you put a little too much thought into it.
4: I, 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 felt like when you posed the question to us, we were talking about like the quarterbacks as themselves being signed to, uh, being signed to any team. I, I never even like. I can kind of see where you're coming from, but if we're just talking about the quarterbacks themselves, I try not to, like, I, I don't want to put into perspective, like, the teams they play on, because we're not worried about the teams they play on. We're worried about their abilities and what they bring to any team
2: they go to. Well, no, I, I didn't intend it to be this complicated, but then the more I thought about it, the more complicated it got. So, oh, okay. <laughs> so, because that's what happens with me. Um, it gets less complicated as it goes, but no, like it's fine. I, I'm, I think I'm picking you have, up what you're stepping in. I think you have to I don't know. That was what I got with with Russ and with Pat. Cuz the easy thing for me to do is like, oh, well Pat's better than all of them. So Pat makes more money. I tried to like think about I don't know. Like that's kind of just the way I thought of it. Um but those are the top 3, Russ and Pat are in a category of their own. Um that to, like I said, is best guys in the league. So the next tier is really good, but there are issues
1: somewhere. That's what, I, that's what I made the title. And in order, I have Deshaun Watson, Carson Wentz, Matt Stafford, Matt Ryan, and Aaron Rodgers. So Deshaun's at the top because um, Deshaun
2: is just like really cl- – he's the closest to Russell and Patrick, I think, in the league right now as far as youth and ability and stuff like that i think he's the next guy um that's why he's there wentz and stafford just like justin i have them right next to each other for the exact same reason yep um they're super talented but there's health issues like matt stafford and carson wentz individually are good enough to get their teams to the playoffs but their health issues and other issues surrounding them. Like I think you, that keeps them out of like best guys in the league tier. Right. And keeps them in the middle of this tier. And then after that, I have Matt Ryan and Aaron Rodgers, specifically because like, they are still really good. Matt Ryan's really good. Like yeah. Matt Ryan is Matt. Ryan's really good. A lot of people forget um, about Matt
3: Ryan, I think, but he's really yeah.
2: good. Um, And then I have Aaron Rodgers right underneath him, you know, You can make a case for Aaron Rodgers, whatever. um, But I have them there. Now, this next tier has the longest name, and it has the most people in it. Um, And it says either solid starters who need help or old guys who need help.
1: Um, And you can probably guess who's in this tier. Um, I have uh, Drew Brees at the top of this tier.
2: Um, Obviously, I think Drew Brees is better than some of the guys that I ranked higher than him. But because of Breeze's age, I feel like his contract needs to reflect that he needs like solid offensive lines. He needs weapons around him. He needs like a defense. He needs a good red zone tight end. He needs like, like that type of stuff. I'm not trying to say Drew Breeze is good. I'm just saying like at this point in his career, Drew Brees needs more than Deshaun Watson does, if that makes sense.
3: Right. Okay. Yeah, I feel that.
2: Um, yeah, so I have Drew Brees there. Um, I have Brady right underneath him for obviously the same exact reason. I have Jimmy Garoppolo after that, okay. um, who I think is still kind of underrated as far as a starting quarterback. Right after him, I have Dak Prescott. So, Dak is outside the top 10. He is, I think he was 14th. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11. No, he was 12th. I have Dak at 12. Um, and again, these are starters who are solid, but need help around them. After that is Kirk Cousins. After Kirk Cousins is Jared Goff. I have Goff at the exact same spot that Justin had him. I had him at 14. That's why I asked. <laughs> um, Ryan Tannehill after Jared Goff. And then Big Ben smack in the middle at 16th because i think big ben i hate big ben so that's why i have him there the next tier is just called sketchy or still too early so like if i had to pay these guys now it's still kind of early to pay them or there's like a sketchy reason why i'm not paying them um and the first two guys on the list are uh, baker mayfield and sam darnold i think those two guys should even be in a tier of their own because like the potential you could see it in in Baker and Darnold like they have these like brief flashes of like wow like these two guys could be really good but then they have like stretches of i don't know what these two guys are doing you know what i mean right so um next after that's teddy bridgewater and a lot of that's just because like i think teddy's serviceable i think he's a starter i just worry about Like, I go back to, like, when he was in Minnesota, and he was kind of viewed as, like, a game manager. Like, he wasn't going to win you the shootout, but he wasn't going to lose you the game with some, like, awful decision. And that was prior to his injury. And I don't know. Like, the Saints have arguably one of the best rosters in the NFL outside. Like, if you just, like, even if you remove Drew Brees and insert Teddy Bridgewater... Um, and I think Teddy really benefited from that in the starts that he had at, at New Orleans. Um, I could take Teddy as my starter, but I, I, I think that would be really sketchy. And then underneath Teddy is Josh Allen for all of the reasons that I mentioned earlier. And then Derek Carr, who I don't think is going to be a starter by the end of the year.
3: Nah, probably not.
2: Um, and then the final tier is just called No. <laughs> <laughs> and I have Philip. I have Philip Rivers, who I think is a shot fighter. I just think he's he's washed. He's done. He's a placeholder for the Colts this year. And then Mitch Trubisky at the very bottom. So that is uh, that is that is my list. So I guess I put a lot more thought into the guys at the top than I did at the guys at the bottom. But I don't know, man. I just think. I don't know. I just think that Russ and Pat are in their own little tier and then Lamar is because of the actual team around him uh is in also in kind of his own tier but I don't know like the whole idea behind this like practice was centered around guys like Breeze and Brady and Big Ben of like should these older quarterbacks that are in like the twilight of their careers be getting paid a shit ton just because of like because oh well they're old and they're veterans and they're some of the best to ever play. Or should they be paid in a sense of like, okay, yeah, you're good, but you're also, you know, forty plus years old, and you need you need some, some help around you. So that's kind of the that's that's what started the whole idea to me, was those three guys. And it's funny that I placed them like smack in the middle.
1: Um that's what I think. That's what I think should happen, you know. So, I'm gonna explain to you what I
0: think the Dallas Cowboys should do with Dak. And it's all right. You're going, gonna trot him out there, play this season under the franchise tag. He's gonna make his 30 whatever million dollars. He's gonna lead you to a grand spanking eight and eight season again. And then <laughs> Jerry Jones, I'm Jerry Jones. I'm going to be like, hey, hey, cut, Dak, come over here. We're going to negotiate your contract right now, all right? All right. You're... We're going to go in this room over here by ourselves, and we're going to talk it out like men. Here, drink this, drink this golden chalice of water that I got you. <laughs> and when, when he takes oh. the, the golden chalice of water, his youth, is just going to drain out of him, and he's going to turn into the little shrimp or whatever from the Little Mermaid that King Triton turned into. All while Jared Jones laughing maniacally on the other side of the table. Then he's going to take the same chalice and drink from it and gain back Prescott's youth. (laughs) And he's going to be 50 years younger, and he's going to go... And he's going to kill his own son and become the new Jerry Jones Jr. Jerry Jones Jr. <laughs> and then he's going to go out there and trade his first-round pick and his first-round pick next year to move up to draft Trevor Lawrence. And that's it. That's what you do.
3: Sounds like a—that's that's a really sound strategy. I hope he does it.
0: Wait, I mean, What? <laughs> that would secure Jerry Jones Jr.'s job as Dallas's GM
2: for the next
1: oh 15 God.
2: years. I was going to say, like, why Why is he killing his son? Like, what part of that is necessary? Because people be suspicious if, if Jerry Jones came out 50 years younger. Okay, so, like, they're still going to have to, like, explain what happened to Jerry Jones. Did Dak Prescott... And Jerry him got- both get eaten by a tiny shrimp?
1: Jerry Jones died. Okay, but Jerry gonna, take over. They're not going to have a body for him or Dak Prescott. It's a closed casket. Nobody's going to look. I mean, I wouldn't want to look, honestly. Like, have you seen Jerry Jones? Yeah. Like Man. a sack. I hope that happens.
2: He's just a sack of a human. Corey, do you remember who your top five were for the, for the quarterback money list? It was uh,
0: Pat Mahomes at one, Russell Wilson at two, John yeah. Watson
3: at three, uh-huh. Drew at four, uh, and Jackson at five. Okay. It was almost, it almost identical. It was like, oh, shit, he's going. Yeah. I mean, it's, there's good arguments for all, all of those guys. It's right. going... Here's the thing. It's going to be Pat. Like...
2: It's, yeah. it, this, this we're not trying to like predict the contracts that these guys are going to sign. It is going to be Pat, but I also think that it will be Pat until Lamar is up. I really do. If he keeps it up, yeah. Like I well, really think, and, that and that's just because of timing. Come, yeah, I think Pat's going to sign the first ever forty million dollar per year contract, and then I think Lamar's going to sign one. Well, what like, the Hunt family has to do because they have
0: to find pat a sugar mama to marry. So, he'll take team friendly deals year after year like Tom Brady did.
3: He has a super supportive girlfriend right now, dude. Not it's not the same as Giselle. <laughs> She's the we opposite to- of that. She is not very supportive of Brady's career at this point apparently.
2: We need to uh we need to find him another like Billionaire supermodel that will always like no matter how long Pat plays will will be worth more than him. Yep. All right. Well, let's okay. Let's open up Google. All right. And here let's we type
1: go. In, let's type in single billionaire. Oops. Billionaire
2: supermodels. Let's I'll see if we that. get anybody.
1: Let's see if, if we get anybody.
2: Okay. Oh God, um,
1: Slavica,
2: Slavica e- Exelon, Exelstone.
1: Let's a
0: That's easy. We're done. That's it. We
2: just got to get him. We just got to get him with this person. No, we just have to get him to a Kardashian. No, Kardashians. No, no. We could okay, Kathy
1: Ireland. Kathy Ireland. She's a, she's a self made millionaire with a net worth estimated between. What? Kathy
2: Ireland's from like the 80s, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. You wanted him to have a sugar mama. Yeah. There's his sugar mama right there. Kathy Ireland.
0: Oh, we're going to do Kylie Jenner. She's a billionaire. He'll never need money. She could give away 99% of his, her wealth and he would never need money.
2: Right, but why would she give away her wealth to give to him? To leak over into the NFL
1: spotlight.
2: Fair. Alright, uh, guys, do we want to discuss Jameis Winston saying he was he's one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time?
3: Yeah, uh, I got it. Ready? Statistically, he is. I mean, he's achieved something <laughs> that no other <laughs> quarterback has achieved. He's <laughs> he a he has a top ten
0: season in yards. Like that's a that's a historic achievement. That's not the
3: historic achievement.
0: That is the historic achievement. No, it's the it's. The... And that's it. That's the end of
2: the episode. <laughs> that's the end of the episode. That's not no. Yeah. He is. I
0: mean, he bad. Is, he's He's. He has a top, if you open up the record book and you look at yards, he has oh. a top 10 season in yards. That makes him historic.
3: You know what else is there? That same season?
0: 30 interceptions, which he had a broken
2: thumb during for a whole over a month. Well, then you know what? Maybe he should have been handing the ball off more. Yep. And been unselfish. So, or, or Ronald Jones. Yeah. Unselfish. He's a selfish player. He wanted to pad his stats.
3: Or he could you know do something about the thumb. I don't think it's really I don't think it's like really a great idea or something fucking heroic for a football player to like sustain an injury and then just like play despite it and like fucking make shit worse for themselves and their fucking team. It, it's it's selfish it depends, and dumb. No no no, here it depends on the injury. It doesn't make you a tough guy. It doesn't make no. you a tough guy. You're not cool. It, you he this was a contract year for
0: him. He had to.
3: He wants to get in anyway. It clearly it clearly didn't work.
0: He
2: said he had offers, but he wanted to play behind Drew. He got he got well. I mean, if he got offers for like a lot of money, like and then like he chose to not be a starter and make a bunch of money, and instead took like a backup deal to play behind Drew Brees. Yeah, you didn't see all those. You didn't see him talk about that. Well, no, he I. I saw him talk about playing behind Drew, but I didn't know that, like, he was getting, yeah, he like, contracts. He turned down much lu- more lucrative offers to play behind Drew Brees. Which, by the way, Drew Brees also had a thumb injury, and he didn't play through it and decided to have surgery.
0: Drew Brees, the ligament came unpatched. There was no way he could grip the football. Uh, yeah, it was really bad. had a broken thumb, which he could still obviously grip the football.
3: Probably uh, really painful.
0: Yeah. Dumb. But, I mean, like, it's not. The interceptions suck. And he had the eye surgery, the thumb injury. I don't know. I don't really think that. And he I just say that the. 5,000 yards and 30 touchdowns. The downside is that it, is he threw the 30 interceptions as well.
3: That's a pretty big downside.
2: Do you know that he all 30 interceptions in a season? Brett Favre. Yeah, and Brett Favre is overrated and he sucks.
3: What year was that? Uh,
2: 88, I think. Was that his rookie year? Might have been his rookie year. I think, uh, yeah, I think 88 was Brett Favre's rookie year, right?
3: Uh, I think so.
2: I know, you're, why am I typing it? Justin's already typing it. What am I doing?
3: I'm I'm looking right now.
2: Also, I'll be right back. I'm going to go get some food. You two continue to argue about Jameis Winston.
3: Right. He, didn't, so it was he wasn't in the... Uh, was. in 2005.
2: 2005,
3: okay.
0: And it was 29. No, one less.
3: So in 2005...
0: 2005, he had 20 touchdowns and 29 interceptions.
3: Yeah, that's a bad season.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah, he was bad. He was bad that season. Yeah. Okay.
0: But he's he, still considered one of the greatest quarterbacks ever just because of one year. He's not considered a Terrible
3: quarterback. Right, but the thing is Jameis Winston hasn't been good yet. He wasn't good any other year. That like the, 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 that the argument doesn't make any sense. Like that that was that was Jameis's quote unquote best season, and he threw 30 picks. You aren't going to win. You are not going to be a winning football franchise when you throw 30 picks. Like I don't understand any team being trepidatious to grab him. I would be entirely I would be worried. Well, we'll
1: see. I mean it's moved
0: right now because he's a backup.
3: Right. I mean like it, if if they if the Saints like him, he'll probably start next year. It all it, it's kind of starting to look like this will be Drew Brees' last year. So I don't know, we'll see. I have no faith in Teddy Bridgewater. I think uh it it's either why wait, what? What about Teddy Bridgewater? I said I Teddy Bridgewater. Why did I say Teddy Bridgewater? I have faith in Teddy Bridgewater. Actually, I have no faith in Jameis Winston to be a great quarterback. He might be okay. Might be able to get away. The Saints All might right. be able to get away with paying paying Jameis Winston like average money, and then just like keeping like one of the best rosters in the NFL, and they could probably still win games. All right. Did we come to a peaceful conclusion? That that that's a that's about where I could go with him, and he has no unless unless something like wildly changes for him. Uh, there is no way that he could ever get to any other status besides. Yeah,
2: I'll say this, and excuse my chewing, but I think that like if Jameis took over for the Saints today, it I
3: still think still they could games. like. What's that? They they win like ten games probably at least. Yeah, I think they could. I think they can win like eleven or twelve games. Yeah, and then we didn't like, talk about the fact
0: that all right. So this was he up until this point where he threw thirty interceptions. He threw the most he threw was eighteen in his sophomore year. This is his first full year playing under uh, what's his Bruce Arians scheme, which has wherever Bruce Arians been his quarterback has led the league in interceptions. So that's me I mean we he also Jameis Winston also has the ability to throw only eleven inceptions in a year with four thousand passing yards like he's done in his first three years.
2: I think he has I don't think he lacks potential. I just think that like up until last year, the tit- the, the not the Titans, the, the Buccaneers weren't really in a position from a roster standpoint that they could actually compete. And then Bruce takes the team over, and he brings Todd Bowles in, and, like, the defense drastically improves, and Jameis has two probably the best tandem wide receivers in the league. And, like... The game script just worked in favor of Jameis because because his team was like shitty on the back end and had a really good run defense, teams would get leads early and then try to run the clock out and it wouldn't work, and they'd keep punting the ball away, and he has two really good wideouts, and they would just keep chucking the ball deep and they could get back in games and it was really close. And like the interceptions are I don't know, like it would be interesting to go back and like look. At Jameis, all it would be funny. All thirty interceptions that Jameis Winston threw—I've
3: seen a video of it. (laughs) Yeah, and like really, really like a lot of them are really bad. Well,
2: there's a lot of them that are bad, but I also remember a lot of them like were like your stereotypical interception where like it bounces off of a receiver's hands or like I don't know. Like I'm not trying to say it would like redeem the fact that he threw 30 interceptions. I just think that it would be interesting to, like, like to Corey's Does point. Does a like, doesn't pro football focus on a stat for
0: interception-worthy throws or something like that?
2: Turnover-worthy plays. Yeah. That's, yeah, he led the, He did lead the league in that. Yep.
1: Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, I saw that. Wow. That
2: includes, that includes um, like, fumbles, too. Like, like times where he fumbled or times where he fumbled and fell back on the ball. Like, that type of thing. Like, that doesn't necessarily... that That's not just um, interceptions. And what that stat does is it eliminates the interceptions where it hits a guy in the hands and someone else ends up with it. But it adds to the plays where, like, a DB drops another interception
1: or things like that. So, it's a complicated stat. Yeah. But... Where's Matt at? Is Matt still at the store? I guess so. Well, God damn it. We're pretty much done
3: anyway. We, we wanted we want his top 10.
1: You know what we'll do? Here's what we will do. Uh-oh. We will um I was actually <laughs> I was actually just going
2: to call him. Um I don't know if that's probably not probably not a good idea. Um It's
3: probably like in line at the store.
2: Yeah, that's probably not a good idea. Um,
3: yeah, I don't know. I think Matt's
2: gonna basically have like the top ten that Corey and Justin had because my list was weird.
3: Uh, he said, but, "I think he said Josh Allen was at the top 10. I want to wait for him
2: geez, so that what Corey can have another conniption. Yeah, and I don't, and not even like not even just Corey. Like I also kind of like.
0: You know what, Jameis Winston's done the past four years that. Josh Allen hasn't done since his like, even in high school. What's that? Had a sixty percent yard or sixty six percent completion rating for the year. Yeah, I think he's Jason never, I, I, I think he's never done that in his entire career. I think it's
3: and, I think it's easy that Jameis Winston is more naturally talented than Josh Allen. The reason why I think Josh Allen gets paid decent money isn't has not has not much to do with his natural arm talent at all. Well,
2: I mean You can't really base it off of that. Look, man. I'm taking Josh Allen in fantasy. Not because he's a good thrower. He scores a lot of fantasy points. That's not why I'm taking him. He scores a lot of fantasy points.
3: He does. He scores a lot of fantasy points. Dude, Allentown was booming with him. Which, by the way,
2: I wanted to ask you guys. Time bubble. It is currently uh, June 10th upon recording this. How... How... Early would be too early to do a fantasy episode, in your guys' opinion.
3: Oh, man. It's so it's so rough because of how everything's slowed down right now.
0: I would say it has to be after, like, the first week in July.
3: Yeah, at least. Just to oh, allow,
2: like,
3: a like second week of July. Like, the middle of July would probably be a bad time to do one.
2: Well, hopefully by then we have a better idea of like if there will be a preseason and if there will be training camps and that type of thing.
3: Right, that's really important.
2: Yeah, now because that really—I don't know about you guys, but that really is like kind of factoring into my like my projections.
3: I haven't even I haven't even started my projections because I'm waiting to see what the hell's going to happen with that. I, I don't even want to consider it until I know what's going on because it, it changes so much for me personally. There's a lot of teams. I think a lot of teams that like haven't changed as much do much better with a lack of OTAs, with with less time as a, together as a team in person. You do as many Zoom calls as you want, but there's a lot of stuff that changes when you have all these guys together at one camp. So I I've been really just holding out and waiting to see what happens.
2: I legitimately, am like prepared to remove and add wins to teams' totals based on whether or not there's, like, camps in preseason.
3: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Right. Let's let's go through this real fast. Okay. This, we didn't really talk about it. Uh, there's five new coaches, head coaches in the NFL. All right.
1: Yeah, yeah, you,
0: In this exercise, you're going to be huh. a team owner. GM. They're responsible for firing and hiring new coaches. You know what's, your off season's going to be shortened. You're not going to be able to do mini-camps, training camps, all that kind of stuff. You're not going to be able to do OTAs. You're going to tell me if that changes whether or not you're going to fire your head coach or not. The Giants. They fired Shit,
2: who do they fire? Pat Shermer.
0: Pat Shermer
3: and hire Joe Judge.
2: Do you keep Pat Shermer
0: for one more year, or do you
3: go with Joe Judge? No, I fire Pat Shermer. Yeah, you, you fire Pat. You fire Shermer. It it doesn't even matter at this point. He's just been. Pat Shermer has
2: never been successful as a head coach.
3: Right. It, it it's at that point. It that's one of those scenarios where it's like it's just been too much with him. It's it's clear what he's got for the team. Nothing. You've literally got nowhere to go but up if you fire him and hire somebody else. He's a coordinator,
2: though. Like for it's yeah. a weird thing. Like he's a decent offensive coordinator. Well, there's
3: being a co- being a head coach and a coordinator is so different. Like I agree. You can't you can't like some some people cannot go from those two positions. You just some people just cannot do it. He's one of those.
0: Cowboys, do you fire Jason Garrett or do you hire Mike McCarthy?
3: Hmm. you know what? This one's a little more difficult.
0: I think I would keep Jason Garrett for the for the same, for another year. Just because of the, you know, Dak Prescott still had 4,900 yards. Right. All those touchdowns. Like, he's not, it's not
1: like he's terrible at his job. He's not just, he just hasn't performed to the level. Can I, I'll say this. Can I,
2: can I fire Jason Garrett? And just like not hire Mike McCarthy. Like, can I like get uh, what's what the heck's his name? Um, the offensive
1: coordinator from last year, the young guy. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, the lefty, yeah, god damn
2: it. What was his name? Um, he played quarterback for Boise State, yeah, he played quarterback for the Cowboys, Yeah, 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 like. I, I think I would have just fired Jason Garrett and hired him. Because, like, you get rid of Garrett, and we all know, like, he's very underwhelming as a coach. But you're not completely revamping your offense. Kellen Moore.
1: Kellen Moore, yeah. He's still the he was, offensive coordinator there. Right. I would have just made him the head coach. All right. Do you... Keep Ron Rivera, or do you hire Matt Rule?
0: I
2: keep Ron. I don't think Ron Rivera should have been fired.
1: Yep,
3: I, I agree. I, actually,
1: I,
2: keep, I don't think Ron Rivera should have been fired. As a Saints fan, I'm
0: happy
1: Ron
0: Rivera was hired or fired.
3: Yeah, to you, yeah. So, yeah. so then, <laughs> that gives you my answer right there: is he shouldn't have been fired. Yeah, it, it's that was the weirdest. That was the weirdest coaching move, of the, of the season for sure. I I didn't get that one. Yeah, you you easily keep them. Like I said, we would we would keep them even if there wasn't a fucking pandemic.
0: <laughs> yeah. So the only, this is the only one
1: that I would would have fired is I would have fired uh, Jay Gruden. Yeah, I definitely yeah. would have fired Jay Gruden. Yeah, Absolutely. And then
0: uh, I would have I kept Freddie Kitchens for another year, too, and so hiring Kevin Stefanski. Ooh. Yeah, but he did so historically bad. We made fun of him all season. I, I, I know, but there, it was a, you put the faith in him to lead as a head coach. I think you need to give him at least, in my perspective in general, I think you at least have to give every head coach three years. Because there's going to be growing pains, especially with the first-time head coach. He was barely even a coordinator for, you know, before this. He, there's going to be growing pains. If he doesn't have that strained out by year three, you know that, and then that's when you cut ties.
2: Well, that's what we've said with Patricia in Detroit. Yeah, is that this is Patricia's third year. Yeah. yeah. Well, Matt, we were do- We were operating under the like the hype, the hypothetical. Um, Thing that you're a GM or an owner, and you know that this off season is going to be shortened and like all screwed up because of the pandemic. Would you still have hired and or fired your coach had you known that the off season was going to be
1: real goofy? Yes, so. yes, I would have. You would have still fired Kitchens. I would have still fired Kitchens because
4: he he just didn't he didn't show any. He didn't show any like bit of growth over the course of the season. If anything, the team regressed the more the season went on, and I don't think you can just there. There was no positive there. If there was, if there was a single positive with Freddie Kitchens, I think you could have like you know eh, string them out. Give it like Patricia, where the team. There are times where the Lions perform amazing. The Browns had one good game against the Ravens, and other than that, they blew. They blew. Every lead they had all season, they barely won their games. There was no positives with the team. The way the team looked coming into the season, they regressed so much that I don't think you could have there. There, I just second year or not, there was no reason to keep kitchens. Like Amen. if I'm comparing him, if I'm comparing him to Matt Patricia, like you guys said you did or were doing or whatnot. I like I said, I, I know I'm repeating myself. It's kind of my shtick, but like. They show signs of promise. They have good defense at times. There are things that Patricia does there that they look like a good, like a well-run football team occasionally. That's why Like I think they just think like they're so close to getting it, they're going to roll with it. Whereas the Browns looked so bad and didn't look like they were even close to
1: getting it. I definitely... Basically, we were talking about like the only coach... That I think
2: I would have kept was Ron Rivera because I don't think Ron Rivera should have been fired in the first place.
1: Um, Valid. That team I hit the I, reset. That Panthers hit the panic button.
2: Oh yeah, hard like hard panic button. Um, we did lose Corey. Corey's got to go. Uh, he's got some D and D. He's got to play. But I Matt, love we, you, Corey. Matt, we've been waiting. We want to hear your 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 list, your top ten quarterbacks in order that they should be paid. We've been oh. waiting. Okay, I
4: guess so. One Mahomes, two Wilson, Kyler Murray, but I guess
3: not anymore. <laughs>
1: really that's that's
3: amazing, Kyler. though. Yeah, like, I want you to expound, please. Uh, I mean, like,
4: I think he's going to have a breakout. He's going to be this year's Lamar Jackson, this year's Patrick Mahomes. He's going to go off, and he's going to be the league MVP. I would put money on it. I don't know what the odds are, but I'm putting money on Kyler Murray, MVP. Uh, yeah, I just, I, I, he, he looked like he was, he was starting to get it last year and now he's got another year in the system, uh, better players around him. I mean, they brought in, they brought in Nuke. like he's got so many targets and weapons. I I just feel like if he, if this is his, if he's going to have a good year and make or break, he's going to make it this year. And I was so fucking high on him. And I think because I'm so high on him, he was going to have such a good season and look like he was going to have continued success. I was ready to give him the big not rookie money anymore. But like I I stayed, I wanted to stay younger in general. I don't have the only quote unquote older quarterback I have in the top 10 is Aaron Rodgers, And I have him at like seven. like Breeze, Brady, Ryan. I don't, I don't have any of those guys up there. I was banking on young quarterbacks who looked like they played well and can play for over 10 years, that like have over 10 years of talent left in them. I mean, I, I guess that's I don't know if that's good or bad, No, you know, like
2: well, here here's where I'll this is the this is just the, the the investigative journalist in me
1: trying to trying to poke at something from Matt. Yeah, what's up? So, I want to I want to just reiterate some points you said
2: that Kyler Murray is going to be this year's Lamar Jackson, this year's
1: Patrick Mahomes, and this year's Carson Wentz.
4: Yep, second-year player that comes out and lights the league on fire, and he'll be on the cover of Madden 2021.
1: So
2: I want to know yeah. why Kyler is the second-year quarterback that you're picking and not the other second-year quarterback That everyone is projecting to make the playoffs and be a wildcard team in Drew Locke?
4: Because I didn't see enough of Drew Locke where I had a whole season of Kyler. I know Drew was undefeated except for against the Chiefs and he showed and he played really well. And I think Drew's going to be a hell of a quarterback. I think the Broncos can contend for the AFC West this year. But I think Kyler's going to be the more flashy player. And that's what gets NFL MVP votes is the flash. I think Drew Locke's going to be hella consistent. He's going to be really good. He's going to make amazing plays. He's going to look like a young, he's going to look like a young luck out there. He's, he's going to be like a wow. marksman on the field. He's going to look like Drew Locke's going to look like a marksman on the field. He's going to be good. I don't know if he's going to be Andrew Luck good, but he's going to be good. But like I, because Kyler has that pizzazz and the offense style that they're playing and the better weapons and the offensive-minded coach, I feel like
2: uh, he's gonna. Does really he have
1: flash them. weapons though? That's a question. That's a that's a that's a
2: legit question to be asked. I think like, he got. Yeah. Well, well, I'll say this. Here's what here's what I'll say. Obviously, DeAndre Hopkins is better than Cortland Sutton. That's a given, right? I, you're not going to convince me that Melvin Gordon is worse than Ken. Than Kenyon Drake, I don't think that's the case. I've seen a lot of Kenyon Drake.
4: Oh, you're thumbsing me up because I was driving a Kia Soul. I was, I'm sorry. This, some really old dude was just walked past my car and it's like, like he had a mask on, but it was like he's trying to. He was pointing at me, looking like he was trying to smile and then giving me a thumbs up. I was like, what the fuck? I looked over and He got in his car and he's driving a Kia Soul, so I, I get it. Okay. Fine. i'm
1: sorry
4: it, just, it was, it was yeah. a really weird it was a really weird moment it was a it was kind of like an awkward situation for me i was like huh. what's this old guy in this grocery store parking lot doing pointing
2: no you're fine um but yeah i i think okay because we'll, we'll, he not, agrees with your take i think melvin gordon is better than Kenyon drake
3: i don't Ooh. okay that's fine interesting i should um, i really I, like Kenyon drake too by the way i really like him and i think he's amazing Y'all laughed at me when you said he was going to suck in fucking Arizona. I said, not no, a chance. Was, none of
2: us said he was going to suck in Arizona. I didn't have an opinion on it because I was like, okay, well, Kenny Drake couldn't get on the field in Miami. I don't know if he's going to get on the field in Arizona. I didn't know.
3: I said he was going to be good.
2: Plus, David Johnson was still there, and we all know what happened to David Johnson. Well, he just he
3: got Hergy hurt, and then he's never recovered.
2: Um, I don't know who's better right now between Christian Kirk and Jerry Judy. Well, you can't know yet.
1: Because
2: Jerry, Jerry Judy... Is an unknown commodity, but Jerry Judy might be the best wide receiver talent to come out since Odell Beckham Jr.
1: So I don't know how to judge that. Um, I don't. Larry Fitzgerald's old, and
2: we don't know who the third or fourth—I guess you can say fourth—because they run a lot of ten personnel. We don't even know who the fourth receiver for Arizona is going to be yet. It might be Hakeem Butler. It might be Andy Isabella, like we don't know. But I, I, I see your point. I do agree that the pizzazz and the what did you what did you call it the the pizzazz yeah like the the sparkly yeah, and flashy. flashy the flashiness is gonna is gonna push uh, Kyler up ahead of, of Drew Locke. But I don't know. I just wanted I just wanted to see if you were gonna give your your uh, your other AFC West quarterback. A little credit. Just wanted to see. Oh, yeah, dude. We
4: talked about it. I really, really like Drew Locke. I'm mad that he's going to be the first team to take the division from Kansas City at some point. Oh, Whoa. oh damn. Yeah, the Broncos are... May, not this year, mind you. Not this year. No. Like, no. The Broncos will be the first team to take the division back from the Chiefs. I, you can pin that. The Raiders, The Raiders blow and the Chargers have Bridgewater and that's it.
1: They don't have Bridgewater. They oh, wait, have Tyrod you know. Taylor.
4: Yeah. Oh my God. See? Fucking I don't even know who the Chargers have. I'm sorry. That's how bad I th- that's how much I think about I, the LA Chargers.
2: Can I just say something weird about um and again, we're we are weeks away from uh giving our projections for this season because we don't know how the season's gonna pan out. So we're waiting. Um can I just say I don't have I have the Denver Broncos making the playoffs. Yeah, I, I, think,
4: they're, I think they're wild, I, especially with the I, extra wild card team. Now I yeah. think they're
2: a in I don't have them beating the Chiefs at all. But I do have the
1: Chiefs losing a divisional game this year. What, to the Raiders? No.
2: You really think the Chargers, well, here's the thing. Let, let me explain. Let, let, let me explain myself, because I know what you're going to say. I don't think the Chargers are going to be good next year because I don't think they have a good offensive line, and I hate Justin Herbert, right? But let me tell you something. If you go back to last year and you look at those two Chargers-Chiefs games, the Chiefs won both games. Both of them, I think, you won by – well, no, you didn't win the one game by double digits. You won the last game by double digits. But in both of those games, Pat Mahomes played like ass in both of those games. He was held under 200 yards in each game. He had one touchdown and one interception in both games. What like, weeks? Like, what weeks did they play the? Uh,
4: what weeks did they play the uh, Chargers last?
2: Year? Remember, they played that. I think they played. Well, they played week 17, which was a big game because you guys needed to win that game in order to get the bye week because you uh, because the Patriots still technically had a better record than you, even though you had beaten them. Um, and then I think it was that Monday night game on like week 12 or week 13 after Pat had been back for already like three or four weeks, Mm. but like Pat didn't play well. Now you guys still won because Philip Rivers threw a bajillion interceptions. So I kind of look at those games and I'm like, okay, like if Philip Rivers just doesn't suck ass in these games. Like the Chargers can win. Like the Chargers are in a good position to win this game because they, for whatever reason, Pat just doesn't play well against the Chargers. Pat has, Pat struggled two years ago against the Chargers. They lost that Thursday night game. So, like, I'm not trying to, the Chargers, I don't have the Chargers like doing well this year, but I just think for whatever reason, Pat just doesn't play well against the Chargers. And I think the Chargers can sneak a win from the Chiefs. Not that it will matter. The Chiefs are still going to be, like, the number one seed in the AFC. But I don't know. Like, I'm high on the Broncos, but I don't think the Broncos play well against the Chiefs. I'm not high on the Chargers, but I like the way the Chargers play against the Chiefs. It's weird.
4: That's fine.
1: That's that's an okay take. And I agree that the Raiders suck. That's an okay take, I guess. (laughs) <laughs> the fact that the
4: Raiders suck. Yeah, we fucking hate the Raiders here. Bro. Oh, yeah, oh fuck, man, get them out of here, dude.
2: Matt, I bet you can't wait to to beat them by three in Las Vegas, and then forty when you're in Kansas City. Oh my God, I'm I'm gonna relish it. I'm gonna <laughs> relish it.
3: Send the Raiders back to Oakland, and then catapult them into the sun.
4: Oh God! I, have yeah, you seen I'll their stadium? They're a black sta- hole.
3: The stadium looks nice. <laughs> i'll show you a black hole oh shit fuck oh man that's funny
2: their dude their new stadium does look dope though it looks really cool
4: it's got a kansas city chief flag buried under it so i'm okay with it what back when whoever was doing the construction one of the people was a chiefs fan so they took one of the uh chiefs red king red friday kingdom flags and buried it under the stadium when they were, like, filling it in.
3: That's incredible.
2: <laughs> I love it. That's my favorite story I've heard all year.
4: <laughs> yeah, this was, this was like, over a year ago when they were building the stadium. I, I just saw it.
2: How did that not get out? How did they not, like, fire that dude?
4: I don't know how he didn't get fired. I just know it was on Reddit. I saw the video of the guy doing it. That's it was incredible. pretty amazing.
3: Well, Chiefs will always own them anyway, so you
1: know
2: that's true. Oh, we owned, we owned them in Oakland, and we'll own them in Las Vegas. I'll tell you how, that's kind of how I feel about the Bengals, honestly. Like I have an immense amount of respect for like the Ravens, and I don't hate the Browns organization. I hate Browns fans. Like I the Beng- the Bengals are peons. Like I I could care less, like about Cincinnati. Mm. In my mind, we start every year with two wins, so that's how I feel about that.
3: So I, I, I feel like that about the Bears, <laughs> even You're though they're a fucking... they're a much better team. I just fucking hate them. Yeah, we do. We do All love right. beating. Hey, Packers love beating on the Bears. Though they do it quite a bit.
2: Now that one year when they went to the playoffs, you guys lost uh, in Week 17, but it didn't matter. Yeah. So. You guys want to close this one up? We haven't yeah. done an episode in a long time.
1: So, yeah, I think, Justin, I think it's you, about
3: time.
2: Justin, you already said you were going to link uh, a bunch of charities in the yeah. description of this. Specifically,
3: uh, I'll, I'll name out a couple of them specifically here in the audio recording. Um, one of the big ones that's pretty good to donate to is the NAACP Legal and Defense Fund.
2: That one's pretty obvious, yeah. A yeah. lot of people are familiar with the NAACP.
3: Right. They, they, they've they been long-established organization, very clearly going to you know to have their funds set up and it's well well run well organized you know your money will be going to a good spot um, there's a lot of wherever you're at locally take a look around either on Twitter Facebook wherever you're at you could probably if there's been like a good amount of protests in your area you will likely find a bail fund for your area mm-hmm. i know in the uh, in our area there's one i do,
2: yeah that was uh i donated to that so uh, did I. when it yeah. sprung up that was like one of the first things i did when it when it uh because obviously in our area, we've had protests. And uh, the second, I told myself the second the, the it's called Freedom Funds. Yeah. The second one of those popped up for our area. I was going to donate to it. So.
3: Yeah. So there's probably so there's been a good amount of protests in your area. There's most likely one. Um, if you if there isn't one in your area, donate to the general NAACP one. I would also recommend maybe donating to this to one for Seattle because they're getting pretty beat up right now.
2: Yeah, the Seattle protests are—they're really, really—they're—they're nasty, really, they're,
3: they're nasty yeah. man. Like the, the man, the, the, those there's those been, cops are fucking those guys up. I go. Oh. There's,
2: there's been a lot of really encouraging stuff from Los Angeles, um, even from Texas. I've seen a lot of really like good stuff coming from there, and um, but for whatever reason, Seattle has just been like a literal war zone. So
3: yeah, it's been that's bad. A
2: good, that's a good place. That's a good place to to put money towards.
3: Yeah, and I'll I'll, I'll have a few different things linked in the description of this episode. Um, Please help where you can. Um, If if you can and you really feel passionate about it, definitely go to a protest. I'll tell you what, if you've never been to one before, it's a life-changing experience. Um, It really makes you think differently about, like, how you can accomplish things. And the energy of people around you and people who feel, you know, feel either the pain or the, you know the want for something greater than you do.
2: I feel bad because I... Because of my job and how high-risk I am for the for the virus. I've been, you know, really conscientious about, like, where I go and who I'm around.
3: Yeah, that, that's fine. If you and, can't, like... For any reason, you can't make it out. Like, you, you did the right thing in that you couldn't make it out, so instead you donated... Any, anything we could do to help there's a, there's a million different ways you can help people right now.
1: There, there's um, nothing,
3: nothing wrong with it. if you're not able to go with, this, there's nothing wrong with it, but just try to help in some other way. you know And
2: yeah, you know if you, if you stuck around for the whole episode, you know how we started off with Corey reading off uh, all of the names. Um, we've been at least I've been you know trying to keep my social media clean of you know personal stuff funny stuff um trying to keep it focused on as much as i can um the stuff that i i, I find interesting and the stuff that i want to share um keeping that clean and you know us doing this podcast if you listen to it um and you're wondering like oh how could they possibly be you know talking about you know football and in contracts and things like that in a time like this um
4: sometimes i, th- I would argue that
2: you need stuff like that sometimes like football. No, I I think right now um and and not to not to branch into another sport. Um but I think the concept of the NBA coming back here in a couple of weeks I think is going to be something that especially with how vocal and how uh prevalent a lot of the NBA players have been. You've seen I mean there's been Tons and tons of pictures of players like Damian Lillard and Russell Westbrook and a lot of like the entire Milwaukee Bucks team going out and protesting and things like that because they're so visible um, in their communities, um, even more so than NFL players, because there's this weird. What's your dog if, you, if, if you're not the a fuck? if you're not a quarterback in the league or you're not, you know, Odell Beckham Jr., you know, or you're not. Uh, one of these high-profile receivers. You know, if you're just a, an offensive guard for, you know, the Tennessee Titans, you're not going to be noticed on the street, even if you're protesting. You know, and that's not to say that they're not important and then that they're not celebrities, but it's just different with NBA guys because they're so globally recognized. And to see them out and protesting and things like that and the fact that their their league is coming back and finishing its season hopefully in the next couple of weeks, I think, is is good. For the country. I think we need that. I think we want to see that. Um, And I think it can even further the. The movement, I guess, because, you know, the players are going to take their, you know, their time and and, and shed light on things like that in their own way. I don't know what that way is going to be, but you can bet in the NBA where Adam Silver is even, you know going back years ever since Adam Silver took over Adam Silver's been way more supportive of player movement and their desire to bring light to things Um, so I think the NBA is going to do a really good job whenever they resume
3: and I think there's a sign of change for that in the NFL too going forward um, with everything that's happened and a lot of that has to do with your boy Patrick Mahomes Matt um, oh. Yeah, there was uh, I, I read a lot of interesting stuff about, you know, like how the NFL came out and like talked about how they need to be better about players being vocal and like encourage them to be vocal and stuff like that. A lot of that had to do with Pat Mahomes when he decided to be vocal about everything.
4: You yeah, know, when him and Barkley started getting all a bunch of players together and then video
2: circulated Twitter well, and everything. Yeah. It was it was Michael Thomas actually who gathered the players. Michael Thomas had somebody um reach out to him and said, hey, like, I'll make a video if you can get a bunch of NFL players to come out and put together something, you know, for for what's going on. And, yeah, there was actually an article written about the fact that Mahomes, the fact Mahomes was in the video alone, like, shifted the viewpoint of this issue within the NFL. Like, that's how much power Patrick Mahomes has well, when you're the, the face,
4: when you're the face of not only the franchise, but the entire NFL, I guess it be
2: like, yeah, no, so it, it Mahomes used his, his platform and his, you know, influence in probably the most important way that he'll ever use it in his entire life. And, and I think that, I think Mahomes should be, should be definitely like, not to say like the other players, but first of all, in no way am I saying that the other players in that video weren't nearly as important because they were. You know, Michael Thomas made the video, for goodness sakes. Like it was his idea. Um, and players like Tyron Matthew and Saquon Barkley and stuff like that, who have lived through this type of stuff. I'm not trying to say and minimize their impact in the video. I'm just saying, like the 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 article itself was written with the with in the sense of Mahomes' presence in the video made it that much more prevalent in the league's eyes that we need to tackle this and we need to address this.
1: So, and yeah, I Mahomes is the face of the NFL. He's probably, I would argue, the face of professional
2: sport right up there with, like, some of the other great athletes right now. Like, everybody loves Mahomes. So, you know. This
4: is true. I, I haven't seen any, like, backlash on him for coming out and doing what he did for the video which is hella as opposed to like when lebron james says something every you always see like the counter articles basketball man stay basketball and that always pissed me the fuck off because whatever but it's nice that i'm not like seeing that out of the nfl players video and stuff or it's probably out there but it's getting absolutely drowned out with support and i i absolutely adore it
2: yeah keep keep drowning that uh the support out or keep keep drowning out the the criticism with support because uh it's certainly working maybe it's not working as fast as we would like but um i definitely think that it's working and if you're out there uh on the streets every day doing this type of stuff um I know I know that Justin agrees and Matt agrees. And if Corey was here, Corey's been very, very vocal on his social medias about this type of stuff. Um, which is why he was the one that read off the names earlier. If you are out there doing this type of stuff, you know, all four of us, we want to thank you and keep doing it and keep sharing things and keep posting things and keep talking about things. Um, cause it's working.
3: Yeah. Things are hopefully starting to get done. Um, the next step forward past this is going to be where it gets a little more complicated it is time hopefully to reform the police and uh, well, hopefully we'll see that through we'll,
1: we'll see what happens with that
3: so it'll be interesting keep already... fighting I love you even this time Kuiper loves you yeah sure I'll agree <laughs> Damn Keep fighting the good fight. You know that's big if Kuiper loves you. Oh yeah,
0: it's huge.
4: <laughs> God damn it. I'm sorry.
3: Sorry, <laughs> you're good. Peace out.
4: Yep, see you guys not
3: next week, but eventually. Probably another month from now when things <laughs> all actually all all start all 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 happening. All right. Oh wait. Uh, Patreon.com slash twitter.com slash, com slash d- F A D P O D, Patreon.com slash F A D P O D. If you're gonna if you decide you want to give us money this month, don't donate it instead. I don't fucking care. Okay, bye. I have to say, yeah.
2: Donate. Yeah, I instead. agree
3: with you.
4: We can cover server costs for a month again.
1: God damn it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh <laughs>